Hello and welcome to Date Fight Light. It's the show where we compare some of the most amazing things from history and see which is best every single day of the year. I'm Nat Tapley. He, he isn't here. He's not here. He's on holiday. However, that's just for the results. He will be here for the show proper. So, I think what I'm going to do is give you a glimpse behind the curtain of how we put the show together. So here is a selection of voicemail messages that we left for each other earlier today. Enjoy. Hi, Nat. Me to you. Uh, Yeah, not a bad idea, mate. Just, um, I'm going to have to think about when we, uh get the recording to you and how I um, I guess it's possible buddy um, okay mate uh, chum uh, mental load absolutely overblown now um, and yeah we'll do two, did I say I don't know if I said we'll do two dads next week it's a shame because I, I loved where we were with it um, I thought oh, it's so frustrating I'm so annoyed I wanted all of this done before um, leaving it's so maddening Ugh. Uh, anyway, mate, cheers, buddy. Uh, this is turning into, um, what's it called? Hi, Rog. It's uh, Brian. Um, okay, bye. I love you, mate. Hi, Jake. Uh, Nat here. Just thought I'd link you back. Um, just saying I got your message. All understood. Uh, vis-a-vis the dad situation, very much. Let's do that next week. Um, in fact, results... I can do those on my own. I've got a result song all written here. So uh, why don't we do that, mate? You go you go and enjoy yourself. I'll speak to you later on. Don't worry about us. We'll be fine. See you later. Bye. Mate, got your message regarding uh, the uh, situation vis-a-vis results. Um, am I to infer from that that I am this week's victor? Um, I hope I maintain my customary good grace about the whole thing. Uh, Listen, buddy, uh, you do what you feel is best, because at the end of the day, I've got 110% faith in... No, 115, 17, something like that. Um, If you wanted, uh, you know, we can do something later, or feel free to splice this in. I just want to say a huge thanks to uh, everyone uh, who took the trouble to vote, and uh, this result means an awful lot to me. Enough to leave this message on WhatsApp, certainly. So thanks very much, and um, yep, can't be bothered. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, buddy, but the song to which I referred was simply a jingle. Uh, haven't done the adding up yet, so um, keep your laurels dry for the moment. Um, I'll keep you updated as and when. Pretty much. We'll probably know by the end of the afternoon. I can check that now. Uh, yeah, sorry to uh, have to break it to you like this, but, you know, cookies crumbling. That's the way they do it, crumb-wise. See you later. Mate, absolutely not a problem. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I'm so happy for you, mate. Um, I know that this one was really personal to you because uh, I know that you, uh, you've got a really uh, strong personal affinity with uh, whoever it was you were talking about this week. I wasn't listening, if I'm honest. Um, listen, I'll get the song done, stats. I've brought a ukulele with me, so it shouldn't be a prop. Uh, and I'll hoon it over to you ASAP. Okay, mate. Uh, Roger and out, you little... Hey there, buddy. Just thought I'd check back in. Already the score situation. Um, Yeah, once again, we've got 
got some issues. Facebook removed the polling functionality halfway through the week, so obviously that has had an impact. Uh, fortunately, they agreed, Twitter and Facebook agreed on every single thing this week, and once again, the popular vote issue raises its uh, ugly head. I'm happy to take a steer from you on that. Let me know your thoughts, ASAP, vis-a-vis the future. Speak to you then. I uh, hope you're enjoying all the delights that El France has to offer. See you later. Pretty straightforward, uh, chum. Uh, you know, I, I honestly don't care either way. You know, to me, the joy of the podcast is just hanging out with you and shooting the breeze. Uh, you know, results, I'm, you know, I'm not... I'm not a big, uh, you know, guy when it comes to winning. You know, I feel like I've won at life with everything I do anyway. So, um, happy to take the hit if if that's what you want to happen. Uh, you know, because I get a, a slight vibe from you that uh, this means a lot to you. It suggests that you know probably not quite enough going on in your life, uh, buddy. Uh, so, if you want to if you want to call it as a win for you, honestly, that is 100% fine for me, and uh, well, I'm happy to uh, just let go of the fact that uh, I may have actually won the popular vote there uh, with uh, more people endorsing me uh, than you. Uh, so if, if that's how you feel about it, absolutely no worries, mate. Uh, happy to uh, to take that burden off your shoulders for you. Uh, no problem. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important that we do keep paying lip service to the popular vote uh, idea. I mean, if we keep pretending that it is a valid way of counting up results rather than a sop that we gave out to try and inject some drama into what was getting to be, quite frankly, a ridiculous run of wins, then I think, uh, yeah, we should definitely double down on that. So more than happy to go with the popular vote this week, mate, if if that's your choice. Uh, just let me know one way or the other, and I'll broadcast the results as and when. See you later. Bye. Buddy, getting some uh, pretty strong microaggressions uh, from you, and uh, let's just knock this one on the head. Uh, uh, nothing that can't be cleared up over a pint or two of Bombardier. Uh, um, in the meantime, I'm happy to uh, knock out a song. For me, it's it's not a huge challenge. It's something I do all the time. So, um, listen, well done, mate. You've won. I want you to enjoy it, uh, have a great time with it, and uh, stand by for the song. Okay. Thanks, mate. Message received. Much appreciated. Just going to say how relieved I am not to have to tell you the results in person because uh, we don't want a repeat of what happened last Christmas. Uh, Okay. Speak to you later. Bye. And that was our day. That was the way our day went. But now, thank goodness he's not here because I can tell you exactly what the results were. Uh, after I played you, the results jingle, which so got Jake's hopes up. Here's the results jingle. It's the results. Yes, the results are in. It's the results. I calculated them. It's the results. Yeah! So, the results of this week's date fight were... Nat won seven date fights, and Jake won three. So it wasn't even close. I mean, I really am quite glad he isn't here, because we don't even have to pretend to sugarcoat that um, in any other way. Oh, should we look at the popular vote? Yes, shall we look at the popular vote? Yeah, let's have a look at the popular vote, just see if that helps him out. Hmm, Jake got 133 votes, and Nat got hmm, 220. So, if anything, it's a relief, because we can discuss these things openly. There's no dancing round the elephant in the room, 
it just is what it is, and I'm glad you were all here for it. So, you know, having listened to the jingle, here is the song that Jake wrote for you all. Enjoy. Well done, mate. You won this week. Let's celebrate. Don't be too meek. I'm really proud. You did so well. So sing this loud and ring your own bell. Cause a victory's a victory, even if it's hollow. If you're the kind of person who finds a setback hard to swallow. If you can't let go of this, then mate, I'm happy to. Congrats, bud, you have won, so well done you. It's a kind of bereavement for you when you lose, so well done for your achievement. Oh, to walk a mile in your shoes, it's hard for me to conceive them. What it's like to be such a winner, well done for believing you're right up there with Paul Sinner. Cause a victory's a victory. However you've contrived it I'm highly conscious that you're fragile Ego wouldn't have survived it It's just a bit of fun Of course I guess I always knew It doesn't really matter Except to you Well I'm mates Deserved winner All the best I've got a secret and now I can't tell it to you. And I've got a ship tax. Ship tax. Ship tax. Ship tax. I've got a ship tax. And welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great moments that occurred on this day in history and we smash them up against each other. And yes, you're absolutely right. It's Date Fight Lights yes. this week. Until March the 8th, we will be getting you special slimmed down versions of all the exciting things that have happened on every day in history. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we are waiting outside the mouse hall of history for the most entertaining rodents to poke their noses out and be gobbled up. You always go for, like, mice and birds of prey, and I wonder which do you identify with the most strongly, Nat? Depends on what day of the week it is. <laughs> I think I'm probably the mouse in most of these analogies. Okay, well, today's Sunday. How are you How are you feeling? <laughs> Definitely mouse. Okay. I'm going to take you to the 1st of March, uh, 1628, when Charles I said to the whole country, you should have to pay ship money. Now, ship money was a tax that was introduced in the medieval period uh, that every now and again, when we were at war, the coastal areas, coastal counties, would have to pay ship tax, uh, ship money, where they would that would be used to build boats and provide a navy so that we could defend the coasts. So the coasts paid for it in times of war. But in 1628, Charles had an idea which he thought was a bit of a wheeze, which was not just to charge it to the coastal areas, but to charge it to everyone in the whole country, including the landlocked counties because it was one of the few taxes he could levy without it going through Parliament, because it was meant to be used in times of war, and everyone has, has, you know, accepted that at that time we would need to build a navy, it, Parliament did not have to approve ship tax. So his father had used it in 1619 to raise £40,000, mm-hmm. and it was completely uncontroversial. But in 1628, Charles levied it on absolutely everyone, no matter whether or not they were in a coastal area, and everyone was outraged, not wanting to pay the ship tax at all. Um, he tried to. He also tried to raise four times as much, £173,000, so sheriffs were refused to collect 
the tax in inland counties. In 1634, it had worked so well he tried to do it again. Um, and this time, he tried to levy it in a time of peace, and it had never been levied in a time of peace before, and he tried to get £104,000 out of it. Um, he blamed it on pirates. He looked around and went, we're not paying that, we're at peace. There's no. Why would we pay for a navy when we're at peace? And he went, pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not say, yeah, well, do you want to enjoy it? Do you want the peace to go on, mate? I mean, that's yeah. surely the... This is the trouble, you see. Yeah, People that's get complacent. You, you're, you're quite clever, and Charles I is not a clever man. People are always like, oh, man. the vaccines are working, I won't get vaccinated. I mean, I think he probably got cleverer when his head was chopped off. Wow. He's probably just getting more air to it. Yeah. <laughs> 1635, he went at it again. He wanted £208,000 from everyone in the country. And yet again, everyone refused to pay. He had to take Hampton... To um, uh, to court, Hampton was a local sheriff. Uh, Come in... off it, Hampton Court. Yeah, <laughs> in Rex versus Hampton, uh, which Hampton lost, the king won. Uh, later, of course, a few years later, Hampton was in charge of some of the parliamentary forces in the Civil War, and rightly trounced Charles the First. Um, and anyway, the constant levying of ship money was one of the things that led to uh, the Civil War because everyone was sick and tired of having to pay new taxes, which he was just making up and weren't going through Parliament. Yeah. Paying all that money for any old ship. Yeah. Like a, a navy. Yeah. Except it wasn't going for a navy, really. It was mainly going to keep him in palaces. Well, who am I to judge? Oh, that's not what I'm saying. Right, I've got <laughs> the 1st of March, 1990. Ooh. What happened then? Uh, a new Secrets Act came into force. Ooh. Uh, this happened because five years earlier, in 1985, a guy called Clive Ponting, who was mm. a civil servant... Yeah. Uh, he broke the 1911 Secrets Act and he leaked two documents about the sinking of the Argentine ship, the General Belgrano, during the Falklands War. Belgrano. Yeah. Mm. Which even I dimly remember from the time. Mm. So uh, ministers had told the British public, uh, well, the Belgrano was, was threatening British lives out there and we had to sink it. When in fact it was sailing away from the battle zone. Yes, <laughs> going in the other yes, direction. But but if it had kept going all the way round the world and come back the other side, that would yes. have been a stealth <laughs> attack. <laughs> so um, that went to court, and the judge said to the jury, "You must prosecute this case." Uh, and the jury mm. said, uh, "Actually, no, no. Uh, we, we think that's in the public interest." Actually, and they Ooh. let him off. Then he, nice. yeah, and then he wrote a book and all the rest of it. And uh, interestingly, uh, Margaret Thatcher reversed the decision to suspend mm. him without pay. She reinstated his pay. Weird. I don't know what that's all about. Maybe she was just trying to buy him off. Well, she couldn't call him a, a leech on. She couldn't call you know the civil service a sponging, leeching drain on society if they aren't claiming their pay packets, can she? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, mate. I mean, who am I? I who am I to... Anyway, uh, so... Are you Mrs Thatcher? So what happened was this uh, this new uh, tightening of the law came into force and uh, the, the, the critical difference was that uh, b- before this, a jury could take a view that if an action could be seen to be in the public interest, which they palpably had in that case... Uh, that it would justify the right of the individual to take that action. As a result of this modification to the Secrets Act, that was removed. Mm. So since then, the public interest is literally what the government of the day says it is. So the government decides <laughs> what is. the government should be telling the people. 
rather yeah. than the other way around. Well, who do you want to decide that, Jake? Who would you uh, trust for that? Just Dominic Cummings all the way, mate. Queen Custodes, yeah, Custodes. Dominic Cummings. Yeah. Listen, mate, Absolutely. he's going to sort it all out. He knows. He's got a plan. You can see it inside his he's old sort noggin. You out, mate. Yeah. In his gilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gilet. That's what I can't take. Yeah. I mean, that's just taking the... It's in tracksuits and stuff. Some sort of content branded content agency let's have a birthday happy birthday to lupita nyongo who my hope sings because i can call her blue peter nyongo um she's the kenyan mexican actress who was in 12 years a slave us the star wars trilogy and black panther and then and she won an an oscar so she's very good indeed Happy birthday to her. Fabulous. I've got the sad death of St. Rudesind oh. in uh, the year 977. He was a Galician mm. bishop and an abbot. He was also regional administrator and military leader under his kinsmen, the Kings of Leon. He died of severe burns oh. to his sex. Oh, yes, we did. We talked about him last year, didn't we? Uh, probably. Yes. Yeah, November the 26th, probably, when he was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's all right. I knew we'd had the Kings of Leon before. Yeah, well, it's a great joke, and it was two months, three months ago. You can hear that twice a year from now. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's it. Well, what a great day. What a brilliant day. Thanks, we've everyone, had. for listening. Yeah, thanks so much for enjoying that joke again. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. For another date, Fight Light. Bye bye. Bye.